Limitations 3, 20, and 24. My soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. Limitations 3, 20, and 24. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clearwater Blue. (laughs) Wave travel through the mental, natural, and spiritual aspects of man. Wave date March the 2nd, 2022. Oh, it's a beautiful new month. Ah, beautiful sunny outside here in Alabama. It's beautiful. I would like to thank, before we get started, all of our listeners and participants of Clearwater Blue, all of the listeners in Alabama. Thank you, Alabama. From Ohio and Michigan, North and South Carolina, Arkansas, thank you. Georgia, and let me say ATL, 67% of the listeners, Atlanta, Georgia, my goodness, Florida, Texas, and Puerto Rico. Hello, Puerto Rico. Thank you for the various emails. My email address again is Sanja, S-A-U-N-J-A-G-21 at gmail.com. Also, a big, big thank you. I would like to thank all of the donations to the Cookie Jar. It's a mentorship program sponsored by Clearwater Blue, focusing on purchasing of property, credit building and repair, enhancements for life cycles, and love relationships 101. <laughs> That's interesting. But the mentorship program, it's beautiful. It's just, it's my baby. I love it. And we have a cookie jar. Nice, big old, pretty cookie jar. (laughs) You remember the cookie jar that used to be on on grandma's or mom's counter. And you would go in the cookie jar and hide little, little money. And when you had emergencies or whatever, you would go to the cookie jar and grab out what you need. Oh, I guess I've given away my age. That's okay. But the cookie jar is powerful. And the mentorship is, the mentorship program is powerful. Thank you so much for the listeners and the donations. Well, we're going to get started on another episode of Clearwater Blue. Oh, today's, ah, I love this story. I really do. I had an opportunity to speak uh, on this story uh, a few years ago in Decatur, Alabama, and with the late, great Paul White. Oh my goodness, he was my pastor at that time, and the beautiful ministry there, Redeeming Love. Hello, members. (laughs) Those are my brothers and sisters in Christ. I love them. And we had a time with this this message. It it blessed me. It has power. It has it has whatever you can imagine in this story. This is the miraculous story of the Shunammite woman found in 2 Kings 4, 8 through 37. We're not going to read all of the scriptures, but we will read 
most of them so you can get a background of the story. Again, that's 2 Kings 4, 8, and 37. But before I get started, the question I want to ask is what preceded it is well? Now we zero in, we get caught up on, and which we should, it is well. Because when we found out the power, the magnitude power of the statement, it is well. But I want to know what preceded it is well. What was the thought? What was the action that preceded it is well? Why? Because that's important in our everyday life. The things that we face, our everyday challenges, uh, life challenges, family challenges, job challenges, situations, health. What proceeds? It is well. Well, first, let's just diagnose. Proceeded mean to surpass in rank, dignity, or importance. Hmm, to surpass in rank. Listen now, dignity or importance. To come before something in time. It's coming before a situation. What is this that's coming before the magnitude and the magnified statement? It is will. What preceded that? In Jeremiah 21, excuse me, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Let's get that right. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. God can be trusted. Hebrews 10 and 23 says, let us hold tightly. Listen to this. Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promises. My God, that's profound right there. God can be trusted. Joe may not be trusted. Sally may not be trusted. Jim may not be trusted. Now, Jim, if you're listening, I'm not talking about you. I'm just using these names. Let's just use other names. Uh, Cocoa Puffs (laughs) can't be trusted. Uh, Vanilla Twist can't be trusted and certainly don't keep their promise. They said they would do this or do that, but they didn't come through. But this scripture in Hebrews 10 and 23 says, let us hold, let's hold on, let us hold tightly, not just gently, not just uh, barely touching, not just, you know, it's all right. You know how we we fist, we don't shake hands now because of the pandemic and what have you. We just fist bump and all of that, you know, just a gentle bump or whatever. But the scripture says in Hebrews 10 and 23, I'll say it again. Let us hold tightly, tightly, hold on tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for God can be trusted to keep his promises. He can be trusted to keep his promises. Keep this in mind. This is what preceded before the it is way. God has given us his promises to give us hope, joy, peace, wisdom, 
and strength for whatever we are facing in life. Now that's that's one. It says who can make that profound statement? Who can say that God can? God can do it. He can. He'll promise it. The promises of God never fail. The promises gives us hope. Not just uh, wishing it'll happen or maybe it'll happen. It gives us the profound standard that hope is evident. It gives us joy and peace. It gives us wisdom. These are all wrapped up in his promises. And it gives us strength for whatever we are facing every day. The I know and proceeded before it is well, I know indicates perfect agreement, empathy, or understanding. That's the I know. The root meaning of know means to know, be aware of through observation, inquiry, or information. To perceive, to detect, grasp, discern. Oh, as we go through the story and read a little portion of the story of the Shunammite woman, she had a discerning. She discerned some things. She knew something. She had a know in her spirit and a beholding. She knew. This is what preceded the statement, the profound statement that she made. It is weight. Amen. (laughs) I had to throw that in there, the amen. To recognize, identify someone or something. You know how it is when you're out and about, maybe at the mall or whatever, and you see someone, you're like, hmm, recognize him. I've seen him before. Oh, I recognize her from having an encounter with them. I had an encounter with them. That's why it was so easy for me to recognize them to know them again. Mm, The Shunammite woman, she had an encounter before the it is well. She had a note before it was a it is well. This preceded it is well. What preceded it is well? The declaration of I know. She was setting her face like a flint. I know you're interested in the story. If you've not heard this story, it is beautiful. She set her face like a flint. Why? Because she knew something. She had a note on the inside of her. She had the promises of God that he would never leave her nor forsake her. All the promises of God are sure. All of the promises of God are yes and amen. Our trust in God, his promises, our hope that God would move in our experiences and make it well. And that's it right there. Whatever it is, whatever it is, he will move in it and make it well. So how can you say that? I can say that because that's what the declaration of God's word says. He will make it well. Now, when you get the understanding and the acknowledgement of what is well in God, you'll have the totality of what it is. It is well. 
But you've got to know the total norm. You've got to know the total entirety of it. What makes it well? Because his thoughts are not our thoughts. He says, you know, he doesn't think like we think. He doesn't move like we move. He doesn't operate like we operate. So things may be a little mysterious to us, but that's okay. However it be, he's going to make it well. We're going to get the understanding, trust on the promises that he will make it known to us how he makes it well, when he makes it well. But just know he's going to make it well. That's the assurance. That's what precedes it is well. God is consistent in his promises and they are sure. Another statement, and just as we go into the story of the Shunammite woman, just a little bit background, the the place, the 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 place where she lived, Shunam, means their change, their sleep. Okay, let's make sense of this. The change in their sleep. Hold on to that. That preceded just the name alone. The name of Shuna already set the groundwork, already set their change in their sleep. My God, this is beautiful. Are you still with me in clear water, Blue? <laughs> the Shunammite woman. I've got some references from PromisesBehavioralHealth.com. God always fulfills his promises to us. God is always with me. I will not fear. And what is fear? The meaning of fear is incorrect perception, a delusion, and seeing what isn't there. You know, the enemy can place a fear in us that will cripple us, that will cause us to be stagnated. The enemy can do, he, he has a way. Now, I'm going to have to say this as a sidebar. The enemy has a persuasion. He does have a persuasion because he persuaded one third of the angels from heaven, from paradise, from being with God. He persuaded them to leave that. Now, you know, in our minds, you're already there. You're already with God. You're already in paradise. You're already in the got it going on in today's slang. You got it going on. You're in the place to be. But someone came and persuaded you, ah, you can leave from this. There's something better than this. My goodness. So therefore, the enemy can also make you fear. He can put fear in your heart, fear in your mind, fear in your conscience, and it can cause a depletion. Uh, that, that, that's what brings in the wavering. It causes you to doubt. It's a delusion, people. It's a delusion, my friend. It is a delusion. Fear is a delusion. All of us has, have experienced a moment of fear. I won't lie to you and tell you that I have not. I have. 
And as another sidebar, I was watching a program on the news, and I think it was a young man, he was hiking, uh, walking through some woods, and a, a bear came out of the woods and came behind him, and he turned around, and what he did immediately was lifted up his hands up over his head, and it made him appear to be larger than what he was. And when he did that and went towards the bear, the bear began to back off and he ran away because the illusion he had was the man was larger and he feared that he could not do the damage that he had planned to do. Now don't go out there walking in front of bears, holding up your hands, don't do all of that. But I've thought about that. Don't do it. Please don't. I have to say that because, you know, people are daring. They, they do crazy things, you know. Don't tempt God, okay? But I have to say this. When I saw that, I thought about when we're going through, as we're going through life and situations come about, you know, behind us, side, beside us, in front of us, and, and, and just bad stuff, uh, dangerous things, you know fearful things, things that would bring a fear about us. But you know, just as that man threw his hands up over his head to make himself to appear to be larger than what he was, that's the same thing we should do in the moment of praise. When fear, when situations come about us and try to to cause us to waver, try to cause us to doubt, throw your hands up in praise because you, praise is larger. Praising unto God is larger than that situation. Throw your hands up. It's okay to do that. That's just a little sidebar. I just wanted to throw that in there. I like that. Oh my goodness. I'm so tempted to say amen. Well, I'm just going to say it and get it out of the way. Amen. <laughs> we trust in his infinite power, intelligence, and love. We trust in God's infinite power, in his intelligence, and in his love. These are the things that precedes it as well. What we trust in, what we believe in. We believe in the promises of God. This all proceeds. This is why I can say it is well. This is why the Shunammite woman said, she declared it. It is well. God is always in control. I will not doubt. God is always watching. I will not falter. God is always victorious. I will not fail. Oh, let me read a portion, just a little portion of this story, just to just to just to get it going. Second Kings, the fourth chapter, eighth verse. Because I was just giving you the what the things, some of the things and thoughts that perceive it as well comes before. It is well. Where is your mind? What are you thinking? What do you know before you declare it is well? 2 Kings 4 and 8 says, Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem. Remember the meaning of Shunem? 
difference in the sleep, a change in the sleep. Where there was a notable woman, she persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by, he would turn in there to eat some food. She was hospitable, I'm just speaking. He was, she was hospitable. She was so hospitable. She talked to her husband and said, hey, let's prepare a room in our home for this prophet. He comes by so often that way he can come in and he can rest. He and his companion can come in and rest and, and receive nourishment and just go on about wherever else they have to go to. But this is a stopping place for them. So her husband agreed. I'm just talking. Her husband agreed. They set up the room. They made it comfortable for Elisha and his companion, Jehazi. And they were so impressed. They were, he was so thankful for the kindness, the, hus- the hospitality that the Shunammite woman and her husband provided. He said, he called her. He said, come. He said, what, what is it? You know, I, I just want to show you how thankful I am, the things that you've done for me and my companion, traveling companion, amen, to my companion, and you've made us so welcome, you've fed us, you've provided a place for us to rest. What can I do to bless you? He asked her of one question. She said, oh, I'm good with that. She didn't want that. But before she could answer, Jehazi said, she has no son. She doesn't have a son. And then about this time, so the prophet said, okay, all right, she doesn't have a son. Verse 15 says, so he said, call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. But the woman conceived, she did. She conceived and bore a son. When the appointed time had come, of which Elijah had told her, it happened just like he said, just like the promise. And the child grew. Now what happened one day, he went out to his father, to the reapers, and he said to his father, my head, my head, he shouted this, my head. So he said to the servant, carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. Oh my goodness, he died. Mm. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come back. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well, my God from Zion. It is well. 
even on her journey, all the way down to verse 37, even on her journey, wherever she went, whoever asked her, her response was, it is well. Now you've already gotten the information on what preceded it is well. So it was already, the foundation was already laid. That's why she could say assuredly, it is well. What a dramatic situation. The child was dead and she still declared it is well. No one told the Shunammite woman to say all is well. She trusted the man of God who promised her a son. And more importantly, she trusted the God in the man. She believed the promises of God. It is well. Faith speaks the words and the language of the heart. Faith played an important part here. Faith is an expression of hope that goes beyond the conscience mind. Ah, say it again. Faith is an expression of hope that goes beyond the conscience mind. Remember the conscious mind and some of the other uh, episodes we broke down with the conscience and the subconscious mind and all of that stuff. Remember the conscious mind involves all of the things that you are currently aware of and thinking about. It's the things that's going on with you right now. That's your conscious mind at work. All is well was a moment of speaking life. It was a declaration. The word says life and death lies in the power of the tongue and they that speak it shall eat the fruit thereof. Be willing to see the unchangeable changed. Giving yourself permission to be successful. We're applying that to our lives. Not allowing other people's fears to cast shadows and doubt. She didn't allow it. She did whoever she ran into on the journey to the man of God. She didn't allow. So all she spoke was, all is well. It is well. All is well. She didn't allow anyone else's fears. First of all, the husband would have had a, hmm, there's no telling what he would have thought, said, or done. Fear would have come in to know that his child, his son, was dead and laying on the man of God's bed. But he did he had no knowledge of it. Why? Because the Shunammite woman declared, all is well. Speaking life as a present fact, not a future plan. It is well. I'll say it again. Speaking life on a situation as a present fact. Hmm. You don't see it, but you're speaking it. I'm not going to be okay. I am okay. I'm not going to be successful. I am successful. Put it in, into a not into a future plan, 
but a present fact. We have the power to do that. She demonstrated that. She said, it is well. At the completion of the story, the man of God went, even when she approached the man of God, she said, I asked you not to lie to me. You made me a promise that I would have a son. So I need you. She gripped him tightly. I need you. And the Lord had, the Gehazi tried to pull the woman away from the prophet Elijah. He said, let her alone. He said, for her soul is in deep distress. And the Lord has hidden it from me. This is in verse 27. And has not told me. So she said, did I not ask for a son of my Lord? I didn't ask for it. Did I not say, do not deceive me? But in other words, since he's here, there is a situation. He said, let's go to the child. And at the conclusion of the story, the child was raised and brought back to life. Because the mother declared, it is well. He the promise was already there. The promise preceded the statement. It is well. Oh my goodness. I enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that. Because true enough, we do in life face situations and circumstances. And we have to both... I love the word of God, but I, this story just really hit me. It hit me. It hit me. I loved it. Thank you for listening to Clearwater Blue. Let's hear from you. Please contact me by email at Sanja, S-A-U-N-J-A-G-21 at gmail.com. Also, don't forget about the cookie jar, the beautiful cookie jar. (laughs) Uh, The mentorship program sponsored by Clearwater Blue, focusing on purchasing property, credit building and repair, enhancements for life cycles, and love relationships 101. Oh my goodness. If you're ever a part of these segments, you will love Each segment will be a a benefit to you in the mentorship program. If you want any information on how to become a partner or how to become an instructor of giving information in the mentorship program, Clearwater Blues mentorship program, contact me. Send me an email. Okay? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to work with you. If you'd like to donate... You can cash at me if you like at dollar sign Darcell D A R C E L L 777 or just hit the donate button at the top of the page if you want to subscribe. If you just want to be a donor, there's several ways to give to the cookie jar. 
to the mentorship program. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Clearwater Blue. Clearwater Blue, setting sail.